0: Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black, Married, and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. So on this podcast, we'll be talking about investing, real estate, early retirement, marriage, and much more. But you don't have to worry. It won't be done in the same boring format that you're used to. We're going to put a little bit of swag on it. So enjoy today's episode. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Black, Married, Debt Free, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black, Married, and Debt Free podcast. Uh, happy New Year, man. If uh, I haven't already said that, I know it's uh, deep into January, but I wanted to be sure to wish you a happy new year. 2021 is uh, off to an interesting start. Um, our... President elect was sworn in, and uh, we now have a new president. Um, not to get too political, but we have that—that that has recently happened. So, um, you know, some different things happening in our country, and uh, we're just glad that we're here to share um, a bit of financial literacy with you all, and just to, just to hang out with you guys. You know, uh, we love hanging out with you. And um, we have something definitely that I think you're going to find interesting this week on the podcast. We're going to be talking about an article from Business Insider that really illuminates the need for you to do what you're doing right now. And that's listening, consuming, focusing, really entrenching yourself in financial literacy. Um, we can no longer do th- this. This can no longer be extra. Um, listening to financial podcasts, studying, um, paying off debt, investing, investing in real estate, getting serious about financial literacy is no longer the icing on the cake. It's no longer. Uh, it can no longer be a thing that you deserve on a pat, deserve a pat on the back for doing. Is what I'm saying. It needs to become the norm, and has to become the norm, because according to this article, millennials may dominate the U.S. workforce, but the recent Fed data finds that millennials only hold 4.2 excuse me 4.6 percent of the U.S. wealth. You may say, what does that mean, Marcus? Well, just to kind of paint the picture a little more clear for you, that's 10 times less than the 53.2 percent of U.S. wealth that baby boomers hold. So for those of you who don't know, baby boomers essentially are the parents of the millennial generation. Okay, Uh, millennials are individuals born from 1981 to 1996. And I know we may have some spillover here on the podcast, but that's, uh, per our analytics, that is our main listener base, is the millennials, right? Well, the baby boomers are the generation before. Anyone born from 1946 to 1964. So you may be, you definitely... Are going to fall into one of those two groups if you're listening to our podcast. So, the wealth gap between those two uh, is staggering. Now, me being a millennial, Shira being a millennial, we know that offhand we could we could talk about two major things that we've gone through. You know, we've gone through the recession of 2009. Even before that, we kind of went through the dot-com burst uh, of the, I, b- I believe it was mid-90s. Now, we were still kids at that time. Uh, but into our adult years, we definitely lived through the 2009 recession. We were in the workforce. We were young. We were uh, newlyweds. Many uh, millennials re- you know, may remember that. When people were getting laid off, um, the housing market had bottomed out. We lived through that. We made it through that. Some of us, uh, you know, better than others, but we made it through that. And then fast forward to 2020, which is, you know, a little over 10 years after the Great Recession. We're dealing with a pandemic that is literally shaking the very foundation of this country homelessness at an all-time high, uh, and it is it is affecting millennials, specifically. So a few of the statistics I'm going to read just to kind of drive this point home. Again, baby boomers literally have four times the wealth of Millennials. Now, you may say, well, that's because they're older, they're more seasoned. Yes, but according to the trends and the data, that's not something that's going to change. Because when baby boomers were our age, when they were the age that we are now, when they were the quote unquote millennial age, they owned 21 percent of the U.S. wealth, where right now we only own four percent a little over 4% of that wealth. So what does that say? That says that, you know, baby boomers and our parents grew up in the era. Just let me make it personal. So my family, I come from a family of uh, working class, uh, married, married, aunts and uncles all married, grandparents married for 60 plus years, parents married, grew up in the church, um, two-parent households, all throughout my family, Uh, so very blessed in that regard, right? And everyone, almost everyone worked for the state, worked for uh, a place that would, would give them a livable wage, none of which, and I'm talking about probably between my aunts, uncles, parents, grandparents, we're talking probably 14 adults, none of which graduated with a college degree I have an uncle that got his Associate's degree later on in life After working uh, In the correctional uh, Industry For 20 years So he was almost ready to retire by the time he got his Associate's So we have no college graduates But all of my aunt's uncle's parents Were are, are, Were great Had great jobs I mean some six figure earners Some near six-figure earners, you know, many of them are retiring now or retirement age and they live in their best life. You know what I'm saying? And that was that they're all in that baby boomer era when you can get a good job, a job that paid you a livable wage, that had a pension, all those wonderful things that we're not privy to as millennials. So when you hear me and Shira preaching financial literacy and preaching investing, those are things that our parents' generation didn't necessarily have to do, right? I know when we shared with family that we were going to be investing out of state, you know, they, they were all supportive, but I'm sure they, it was foreign to them. Because it was never even something that they thought necessary to do, and you know people look at us and they say, "Well, you've paid off your debt and you're you're you've invested in real estate, and you know it's looked upon like man that's that's great, and while it is, it's just what we have to do in order to position our kids to be where we were or if not better than we were, so it's more of a necessity. Then it is extra, right? Um, I've said on a previous podcast that, you know, I was talking to an individual about multiple streams of income. Multiple streams of income is no longer a luxury. It's no longer a, man, that's great. That's great that you're doing that. It's a necessity now. Investing and getting serious about home ownership and getting serious about uh, real estate investing, stock market market investing is no longer extra it's no longer something that you can do on the side it's it's becoming a necessity for the millennials it's becoming something that needs to just be normalized and and so kudos to you you know hats off to you for even turning on this podcast for even engulfing yourself in this type of conversation because it's necessary and what we want to do is we want to make it so normal that it's not even a thing anymore this is just what you consume this is just who you are investing in the stock markets is just something that you do Um, investing in real estate is just something you do paying off your debt is just something you do because according to these statistics we're gonna to have to do that and then some, because millennials have have, a, have had a tough go at it, <laughs> um, a very tough go at it. So, hopefully, you know, that has shined some some light and 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 has encouraged you, because we listen to many people who preach the same thing we preach. And sometimes it kind of gets, it kind of gets lost. It kind of gets stale because there's so many people doing it, but it's, it's so important that those platforms continue to talk about this Uh, because as you can see, this, this, this has to happen. We have to do this. We have to do this. You have to do this for your um, children and for those who come after you. If we want to pass on something to our kids, we're going to have to go the extra mile. We're going to have to go the extra mile. No longer can we just work a nice, solid job and think that that's going to be it, uh, because we're, 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 we're facing some some different things as as the millennial group. So we're in this with you, man. We're in this with you. And hopefully these podcasts and these conversations serve as an encouragement to you to keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I know it's it's not always easy, and I know um, that sometimes when you hear other individuals who are doing something that you're not, it can get discouraging. Even for us, even for me and Shire, we go through that. We see people doing big things and doing things that we's like, man, we you know we trying to get there, but we are not quite there yet. And you know, sometimes it gets a little discouraging, but Be encouraged. I'm gonna leave you with this: Uh, the generational wealth gap is part of the part of a result of the Great American Affordability Crisis, in which millennials are struggling with rising living costs, such as housing, increased student loan debt, and of course, an ongoing fallout from the Great Recession. So, to me. Those are really, those, those are the, the big things that we, we're having to struggle through. Student loan debt. I mean, we've all, we all know uh, what type of crisis that is, man. I mean, in some instances, the interest on the student loan, pay, paying the minimum balance on a student loan, uh, the interest is so high on some of those payments that you, you literally, the student loan is growing if you just pay the minimum. So, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So we know that that is a contributor. And uh, like I stated earlier, the Great Recession, still dealing with that fallout. But what you want to do is you want to figure out a way to position yourself. On our last podcast prior to this one, we talked about group economics. We talked about families potentially living with each other to cut back on housing costs. I mean, these are things... That you want to consider. You want to be creative. You want to look at all of your options to kind of get through some of these hurdles. You know, you're going to have to do things that are radical. Investing in a property out of state was looked at as radical. Um, Maybe living, you know, two families living with each other for a period of time may seem radical, especially in the black community. That's not something that we really, See a lot of group economics, pooling your money to to live together, to save. That's not that that's that's looked at looked upon as radical, but we have radical has to become the norm. Radical has to become the norm. So hopefully this served as a a way to illuminate what we're going through, and also a way to encourage you. As you go through it. So keep up the hard work, man. This is Marcus Black, Mary Dead Free. Thank you guys for being on this podcast episode. This was just a quick little episode. I wanted to be sure uh, to give to you all. Um, We're going to be back next week and we'll be back with more. All right. I'll let y'all later. Peace. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you're streaming us. And if you want to become a supporter of the Black, Merit and Death Free podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link below. That's it for now. Till next time. I'll let you guys later.